Welcome to Lively Lewis Stories. Buckle up, because you're about to join Levi and Ivy on an adventure. All you need is your imagination, and off, off we go! Lively Lewis Stories! Hey there, awesome friends! Guess what? We're super thrilled to share some exciting news with you. We've got our very own Lively Lewis merchandise. Grab your parents and head over to LivelyLewisShop.com or simply click on the link below in our show notes. Now, let's dive into today's story. Levi and Ivy walked outside into the sunshine of a beautiful spring day. The first nice spring day of the year, to be exact. Levi was balancing plastic plates and cups in one hand and some forks and napkins in the other. While under his arm was a big red and white picnic blanket. So you may have guessed already that he was getting the yard ready for a family picnic. Levi and Ivy and their parents decided that morning that since the weather was so nice, they wanted to eat outside and enjoy the cool breeze and bright sunshine. Levi and Ivy loved their backyard and spent so much time there playing and going on fantastic adventures. But after this picnic, Levi and Ivy would definitely be looking at their backyard from a whole different point of view. Levi, please let me carry something for the picnic pleaded Ivy as she followed her big brother out the back door. That's okay, Ivy. I've got it, said Levi, carrying everything for the picnic. But I want to help, insisted Ivy. Levi dropped the blanket on the ground and gently placed the plates, cups, forks, and napkins on the ground next to it. Listen, Ivy, maybe when you get bigger, said Levi, you're just too little to help, but you get to enjoy the picnic with all of us. Isn't that fun? Sure it is, answered Ivy but I want to help set it all up. Just because I'm smaller than you doesn't mean I can't help. I have a lot to offer and I'm stronger than you think. Levi just nodded at his little sister as he spread out the picnic blanket by himself. Okay, Ivy, how about you fold the napkins? Levi finally said, hoping that would help Ivy feel more involved. He quickly changed the subject too, hoping that would distract her from all the questions about helping. I told mom I wanted a double-decker peanut butter and jelly sandwich, said Levi. Extra peanut butter, extra jelly, extra ooey gooey. I told mom that I wanted a turkey sandwich with tomato and just a little bit of mayo and chips, of course, said Ivy. A turkey sandwich will help me grow up big and strong and before you know it, I'll be bigger than you. Levi giggled under his breath so Ivy wouldn't hear him. He was her big brother. He would always be bigger and stronger than her. Or at least that's what he thought. Levi and Ivy's parents stepped out into the deck and let them know that lunch was going to be delayed just a little bit because their dad had accidentally dropped the peanut butter jar on the kitchen floor. They had to clean up the broken glass, all the sticky peanut butter, and had to run to the store to get some more for sandwiches. Sorry, called out Levi and Ivy's dad. You know how much I love peanut butter. The jar just slipped right out of my hand while I was having a little taste. It's okay, dad, said Levi. I'll keep setting up while we wait. We'll keep setting up, said Ivy forcefully. I'm helping too. Thank you, Levi, called out his dad as he stepped back into the house. Even mom and dad don't think I'm big enough to help, thought Ivy to herself as she went and sat down by her swing set all alone. If Levi wanted to set up the whole picnic by himself, then she was going to let him. As she sat in the grass, she noticed something move, something very, very small. She took a closer look and felt like a giant as she stared at hundreds of teeny tiny ants scurrying back and forth. At least I'm bigger than something in this yard, whispered Ivy to herself. But as she watched the ants more closely, she realized they were small, but really, really strong. 
She lay down on the grass to get a closer look, and what she saw was truly amazing. When she was outside the day before, she had dropped part of her chocolate chip cookie in the grass while she was on the swings. And today, this ant colony was taking it all back to their nest. But how were they doing it? Ivy thought to herself as she watched with white eyes. The cookie crumbs were so much bigger than the ants. How could something so tiny lift something so big? Ivy was fascinated by the ants and their incredible strength that she didn't hear Levi calling her name. He finally ran over to see what she was looking at in the grass. Ivy, didn't you hear me calling you? Asked Levi as he ran up to her. Stop! She called out. Watch out for the ants! Ivy put her arm out and stopped her brother in his tracks. Ants? Where? Said Levi, searching the grass. Levi loved science and nature and was also interested to see what an ant colony up close looked like. He sat down next to Ivy and watched as the ants swiftly moved, using teamwork and incredible strength to move the cookie crumbs to their nest. As the ants disappeared inside through a small hole in the dirt next to the swing set, Levi and Ivy could only imagine what it looked like in there. We learned in school that the tunnels inside of an ant nest can be up to 100 feet long, said Levi. Can you imagine a tiny insect like that making all those tunnels? Yes, yes, I can, said Ivy confidently. Just because they're small doesn't mean they can't do great things. I wish we could get a closer look and see what it's really like to be an ant. I bet I'd fit right in. I'm small, but mighty, just like them. Levi just stared at the ants, watching them move as if they were one long connected line, moving the cookie crumbs one by one into their nest. One big, or I guess you could say one tiny team. As they continued to watch the mini ant assembly line, Ivy thought she heard something. Something very, very faint, but definitely something, and it was coming from the entrance of the ant nest. Do you hear that, Levi? Asked Ivy, leaning her head closer to the ground. It sounds like a tiny voice. I do, said Levi excitedly. You don't think it's the ants? Levi leaned over as well and listened carefully. They didn't even breathe, waiting to make sure that they heard whatever it was that was being said. And this is what they heard. If you really wish to be an ant, I can make that happen, said the little voice, which was coming from one of the ants in the colony. He was now standing up on a fallen leaf to try and get as close to Levi and Ivy as he could. My name is Atlas. I'm named after a titan from Greek mythology who holds up the whole world, said Atlas. Ants are pretty strong for their size, so my parents thought it would be a fitting name. I can't hold up the world, but holding up a cookie crumb that's 20 times my own body weight is pretty impressive. That's right, said Levi. I remember hearing about that in school, too. Levi, that's great, but are you missing the fact that we're talking to an ant right now? Asked Ivy. Hi, I'm Ivy, and this is my brother Levi. Levi snapped back into the reality of the moment and couldn't believe what was going on. Now, don't be nervous, said Atlas. This is all perfectly normal. Well, at least for me, I'm thinking you two don't meet many talking ants, right? Levi and Ivy both nodded their heads. Well, I heard you talking, and if you really want to see what it's like to be an ant, from a real ant's point of view, of course, then I can make that happen, said Atlas. That would be great, exclaimed Ivy. I like that enthusiasm, replied Atlas. A little body, but a big heart. That's all you need, and you can move mountains. Well, in my case, cookie crumbs, but for a tiny ant, that's like moving a mountain. 
They all laughed before Levi and Ivy told Atlas that they would love to take him up on his offer to shrink down and join him in the ant world. But um, it wouldn't be forever, right? Asked Levi timidly. It's just that we have a picnic planned for this afternoon, and I really think our parents would miss us if we decided to move to an ant nest. Atlas laughed and assured Levi and Ivy that their journey to the little land of ants would only be temporary. Then let's do it, exclaimed Ivy. Atlas told Levi and Ivy to close their eyes and listen carefully to the words he said. Tiny, little, mini, small, all these words describe us all. Little ants, but we are strong, and you'll be one before too long. To see what it looks like from way down here and conquer a new and tiny frontier. Levi and Ivy, what do you see? Now that you're the same size as me! Levi and Ivy opened their eyes together and found themselves still looking at Atlas. Except now they were looking at him eye to eye. We're, we're ants! Yelled Ivy jumping all around. Well, not exactly, corrected Atlas. You're still Levi and Ivy. You're just the size of ants. Levi and Ivy did look exactly the same and felt the same as well. That is until they looked up. Blades of grass towered over them like giant green skyscrapers. Pieces of dirt looked like boulders and their swing set looked to be the size of a city block. This is unbelievable, said Ivy. Levi couldn't say a thing. He was too busy taking it all in. Well, since this is only a short visit, I'd like to show you around, said Atlas. But we have to move quickly and stay out of the way because my colony is trying to move the rest of that cookie before dinner time. So follow me and stay close. Levi and Ivy were half listening to Atlas as they marveled at the world around them, both feeling smaller than they had ever felt before. Levi, watch out, called out Atlas as Levi almost walked right through the line of worker ants moving the cookie crumbs. Atlas startled him by calling his name and he stumbled over a piece of dirt and fell on his back with a thud. Here, let me help you up, said Atlas. No, that's okay, said Levi. You're too small to help me up. I'll do it myself. Atlas didn't listen to Levi and scooped him up with ease. Ivy gave a knowing giggle and Levi looked shocked and amazed at how easy it was for Atlas. What? How did you do that? Levi asked. Hands may be small, but that works to our advantage, Atlas began. Because we're so small, our muscles are thicker compared to our body size than larger animals. And that means super strength. Atlas did a pose flexing and showing off his muscles as he and Ivy laughed. Just remember, Levi, just because you may be bigger than someone doesn't always mean that you're stronger or better equipped to do something, said Atlas. There's a lot to be said for heart, drive, and determination and teamwork. Working together, even the smallest of us can move mountains. Levi understood what Atlas was saying and couldn't help but think of the way he had acted towards Ivy earlier that day while setting up the picnic. Hey, Ivy, Levi said, pulling his sister aside. I'm sorry I said you were too little to help set up the picnic. What do you say when we get back, you give me a hand? That would be great, Levi. Thank you, replied Ivy with a big smile. Come on, you two, said Atlas. I really want to show you my ant nest. As they walked along, they watched as Atlas's ant colony formed a perfect machine that's only job was to move cookie crumbs. Once they picked up a crumb, they scurried quickly to their nest to store it to feed their colony. Then they hurried back to the cookie to do it all over again. Wow, eating cookies all day? That's the life, said Ivy. Yeah, I wish mom and dad would let us eat like ants. Well, it's not all cookies and sweets, said Atlas, although that is a pretty tasty part of the ant life. 
You see, sugar equals energy for us, and since we work hard all day, we need high energy to keep us going. However, we also eat fruit, leaves, seeds, small insects, nectar, and honeydew. I'd pass on the insects and leaves, but everything else sounds okay, said Levi with a giggle. I agree, said Ivy. Well, here we are, declared Atlas, the entrance to my ant nest. I want to take you inside, but you have to stay close. There's so many tunnels in here, and they seem to go on forever. I don't want to get separated because it's easy to get lost if you, you know, don't know your way around. Got it, said Ivy. Levi was too busy watching the ants move in perfect precision that he didn't hear Atlas. Levi, let's go, called Ivy as they entered the dark tunnel. Levi and Ivy followed Atlas down long, winding tunnels with chambers shooting off in all directions. The chambers were used to hold eggs, food, and young ants as they grow. It was remarkable. I just can't believe that something so small can make something so complex, said Levi. Ivy just sighed. When will you finally realize that small can equal mighty? Levi stopped to look at a chamber full of cookie crumbs as the worker ants shuffled by him. He was so distracted that he didn't see Ivy and Atlas disappear down the dark tunnel behind him. When he finally turned around, he realized he was lost. Underground, in an ant nest. He started to panic and ran down a tunnel, not knowing if he was going the right way or not. Ivy! Atlas! Where are you? Levi shouted, getting more and more nervous as he ran deeper into the ant nest. He ran into an empty chamber, and when he realized it, he turned to leave. But it was too late. A piece of dirt crumbled down for the chamber ceiling and blocked the exit. Levi called out for help and was so scared and weak from running through the tunnels that he couldn't move the dirt. Help! Help! Levi called out until he heard a faint voice coming from the tunnel outside. Levi, it's Ivy. Don't worry. We're going to get you out, she called to her brother. Once Ivy and Atlas noticed Levi wasn't with them, they began looking for him. And after backtracking, they heard him calling from the inside of the sealed up chamber. Levi was so happy to hear Ivy's voice. He waited patiently as he watched the piece of dirt begin to move. Then suddenly it lifted right up in front of him and moved to the side as if by magic. Thank you, Atlas. Levi called as he ran through the chamber opening only to find he had made a mistake. I think you mean thank you, Ivy, said Atlas with a smile as he motioned to Levi to look at who was holding the large clump of dirt. And there before Levi was his little sister holding what looked like a boulder. She gently put it down and ran to give Levi a hug. Thank you, Ivy, and I'm so sorry, Levi began. I should have never assumed that you couldn't do things just because you're smaller than me. From this point on, you can do everything I can do. We're a team, always. Ivy was so happy to hear that and gave Levi a big hug. That's so nice to see, said Atlas, and I'd love to show you around a bit more, but it's time for you to head back to the big world. Thank you so much for showing us all you did, said Ivy. We'll never forget this. And I'll never forget you, said Atlas. Come over and visit anytime you see us scurrying around and I'll say hello. We're always dropping cookie crumbs, so I'm sure we'll see you soon, giggled Levi. It's a deal. Now close your eyes and listen carefully to my words, said Atlas. Your time has now come to leave my small home. But wherever you go and wherever you roam, Remember the lessons you learned here today, whether you're working or it's time to play. If you work as a team, there's nothing at all that can stand in your way or make you feel small. You can conquer it all no matter the size. Dream as big as you want and you'll reach the sky. Levi and Ivy opened their eyes and they were once again normal size. 
They looked down at the grass and saw Atlas waving goodbye as he joined the rest of his colony in line, grabbed a piece of cookie and headed back to his nest. Levi and Ivy certainly wouldn't be looking at ants the same way ever again. They heard their parents calling them for lunch and they ran over to the picnic blanket. What were you two doing? Asked their mom. You're covered in dirt. You look like you've been crawling through tunnels. Levi and Ivy gave each other a knowing smile and ran inside to get washed up. When they came back, they saw their mom jump up quickly from the picnic blanket and scream. What's wrong, mom? Asked Levi. Ants, they're crawling on the blanket. She shrieked. Just as she went to brush them off, Levi and Ivy stopped her. Let me get them, mom, Ivy said. Then she picked up a paper plate and let the few ants crawl onto it. She then walked them back over to the swing set and set the plate down for them to rejoin their colony. Thank you, Ivy, Atlas said. You're going to do great things. I just know it. Never let your size or your strength stop you from racing towards your dreams. I hope to see you back here soon. And when you do come back, maybe bring some sugar cookies. They're my favorite. Ivy laughed, thanked Atlas for his kind words and hurried back off to enjoy her family picnic. Did you learn a lesson from this story? If so, what was it? And parents, do your kids have a story idea? Leave a comment on our Apple Podcast review page with five stars, the idea and your kid's name for a chance to join Levi and Ivy on their next adventure. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Come back for more.